Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... Our next storyteller has had the same job for 22 years. Lives on a dead-end block next to a swamp. Give it up for Kagi with a K, Billisoli. In 2004, my parents decided to take my entire family on a trip to the south of France. So that included my husband and my two children, who were four and seven at at that time. And of course, I was really very excited about it. But what I wanted to do in France more than anything was to be French, not to be American. So I started with the obvious, with, with clothes. I had all of this cute outfits, a lot of linen. I did a lot of ironing, packed it perfectly. And I was, there I was started. The other thing I did was speak to a friend of mine who had lived in Paris for about four years. And I asked her, what is the best thing I can do to be French in France? And she said, well, you got a couple things not going good for you. Number one, you don't speak French. (laughs) Number two, you've got that crazy southern accent. And number three, you overuse the word y'all. But I can help you. She said, when you go into a store or a cafe or a restaurant or a hotel, you just smile nicely, you say, bonjour madame, bonjour mademoiselle, bonjour monsieur, whatever the case may be, and you move on and you just don't talk so much. Learn some, learn some words on a menu, order that, you'll be good, you'll be fine. So we went to the south of France and it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was so beautiful and we had rented a converted castle and the it was right next to a lavender field and it was very very purple purpler than anything you'd ever seen it was also next to a sunflower field and it was just gorgeous there was also this very beautiful pool that was surrounded by a hedge there's no fences in the south of france And there were beautiful people there that were topless. Well, I decided not to be that French. (laughs) So we spent seven days there going to see different things and coming back and staying in this castle. And we ate outside every meal, and the sun doesn't go down until 10.30 there, and we drank fabulous wine. Now, I did have little kids, and especially my younger one, who was four. He was a little bit afraid of the castle. And so he would sleep with me, and he would sleep on top of me, because that's what four-year-olds do. They just touch you all the time. And then they go off and play, but when they need you, they're just clinging on to you. So we had this fabulous time, and then it was time to leave, and my husband and I had decided to take our two boys and go to Paris for a few days. So we're in this beautiful hotel in the middle of Paris, and my husband, we decided to take us all to the Louvre, and I sort of looked at him, and I said, I need a minute. I need a couple hours to myself. I've been with this family, and the kids been sleeping on me. I just want to go and walk down the street by myself and go shopping, because you know when you have boys, they don't shop. <laughs> so I just wanted to 
just go and walk down the Saint-Élysée a little bit and go into some stores. So, I, so he said, that's fine. He took those kids off, and I put on the cutest outfit I could find that I had with me. I had a sundress on, a cute bag, some flat shoes, and I walked down the streets of Paris going into shops, and I was as French as I was ever going to be. And Sephora, which is a cosmetic company, started in France right there, and there was the main store. And so I walked in, and there's a hundred people in here. And what Sephora has going for them that, that they started off with is lipsticks that all have numbers, and it's their own brand. So I'm sitting there being very quiet because no, no, I have no one to speak to, and looking very French, and looking at the lipsticks and this man comes up to me and he's shoving the cell phone in my face and I'm sort of looking at him and he's shoving the cell phone at my face so finally I take the cell phone and I say hello and the person on the other line is like oh thank god an American (laughs) I'm like what the fuck (laughs) seriously I'm sitting here looking way French and all of this, I'm not saying a word. I'm not saying one word. Do I have a sign over my head? So I asked the guy, I talked to the lady, I said, what do you need? And she says, well, there's this lipstick, 971, can you find it? I said, yes. I go and I find it, I pick it up. She says, describe the color to me. And I said, well, it's very, very pink. It's sort of day glow pink. She said, perfect, give it to that guy and have him buy it for me. So I hand the guy the very pink lipstick, and I'm thinking to myself, is she a clown? (laughs) Because who would ever buy this lipstick? And I head off. But I'm super, super annoyed because I've been picked out of 100 people as being American. And that's like the one thing I didn't want to have happen on this trip. So I just left. I left, and I'm walking back down the street, and I'm going to the hotel, and I'm just beating myself up. What is wrong? What did I do wrong? Why do I look so American? And I'm walking and walking a little bit further, and then I have a whole total change of heart. I'm like, what is up with this cultural cringe? I can't help it that I was born in America. If those French people come over to Virginia, they're tourists. I'm not going to laugh at them or think badly about them or scoff at them because they don't speak the language. No, I'm going to be kind and nice. So I'm not going to feel bad about not being French because, number one, French is exhausting. (laughs) I was tired of it. I just wanted to be my southern self. So I keep walking, and I'm, getting, I'm just, like, wishing I had some Nike tennis shoes at that point, maybe a Gap t-shirt. <laughs> and I walk into the beautiful hotel that we're staying in the middle of Paris, and the nice people who are the bellhops or the concierge, they all say to me, bonjour, madame, bonjour, madame. And I just look at them, and I say, bonjour, y'all. <laughs> If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and 
our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.